Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. You can listen to Budweiser's weekday sports beat live or on demand with our free WSBT radio app. Just search WSBT radio in the app store and Google play. Now back to local sports talk on sports beat with your host, Darren Pritchett. It is seven minutes after six o'clock sports beat continues here on WSBT radio streaming live at WSBTradio.com and on that WSBT radio app. It's time to talk a little pigskin. Keith Kinder entering his sixth season as the head football coach at Mishawaka High School. He sports a record of 45 and 15, and the Cavemen have been sectional champions in four of the last five years. Well, Coach, it's good to be with you in the middle of June as we're about a month and a half away from the start of practice. How are things in the summertime for you? You know, thanks for having me, first of all. Uh, it's it's always nice to to get on the radio and, and talk about our program with you and it it, it gives you the butterflies because you know that football season's around the corner. Um, we we kind of treat June uh, a little differently than a lot of programs in our area where we don't touch a football, we don't put on a helmet uh, during this month, and we've just been in the weight room and and on the track and uh, on our practice field trying to get in shape and and trying to build some some team unity, and some mental toughness. Coach, I remember the last time I had you on, we had a discussion that you and your coaching staff recently had the chance to go to Annapolis and learn from the Navy coaching staff. Did I read correctly? Did you guys spend some time with Army this offseason? We did. So we, we, had, a, we had a spring trip where uh, we, we were able to go visit uh, West Point, uh, watch, watch two of their practices, uh, drove a little bit north of of West Point and and went and watched Marist College in Poughkeepsie, um, and and then we got to we were fortunate enough to be allowed uh, by the Notre Dame staff to spend some time at, at a couple of their spring practices as well. So just the the opportunity to to be around um, some great programs uh, and learn from the best is, was was something that was really important to us and. And we want to get better. Uh, one of our big goals in the off season was we want to practice more efficiently. So, uh, the the real thing that we that we were focused on in all three of our little visits was you know to try to get some pointers on the way that uh, these programs transition, the way that they they use practice plans and their different personnel groupings and, and things like that. So we we feel like we got a lot out of that. But you know, just in terms of from a if you're a fan of the United States of America and, and the history behind our country and you haven't been to West Point yet, like I, I really strongly encourage you to, mm. to take the trip there and, and just spend some time walking uh, the campus and, and the town's really neat and, and a lot of great history there. Coach, just for Irish fans listening to this interview, having watched a couple of Marcus Freeman practices, what stands out 
to you about the way he does things at Notre Dame? Because I think from the outside looking in, we feel like he is a stern voice, but also someone that has a great understanding and a great relationship of the players on his team. Yeah, so I've I've been fortunate enough to to see um, two practices now, and and the thing that has really stood out to me the most uh, was number one, like you said, the relationships that he has um, during pre-practice. They're they're stretching both practices I've been at, and I'm assuming it it is customary at all of, of their practices. He shakes hands and hugs and talks to every player in the program during the stretch. So there's a 10 minute period. Every player in the program has their one-on-one time with him, and I think that that's really valuable uh, in in his position. Uh, that stood out, and then just the efficiency with which they they move. Um, there is no wasted time during their practice. I I think they're incredibly efficient. Um, it, it it is certain that a lot of thought uh, goes into the the different segments of their practice and, and how they move, but. They've got it's a it's a staff full of coaches who have good relationships with players. Like that's the thing that stood out the most is just the the staff seems to really enjoy being around their players. I assume Coach Kinder was tough to keep your eyes off that Justin Fisher kid playing for Notre Dame, your former player. You know it it was, um, <laughs> and it was here's here's what was really neat, and and I told him this after the practice is, is number one. I wasn't sure what to expect, but when I watched him, he did not look like he didn't belong. Like, mm. he, he fits there. Like, he looks like he belongs. He was getting some some reps with uh, the twos and the threes during spring ball. And um, the other thing that stood out to me was uh, Coach Parker, the offensive coordinator, was coaching him. And I told him this afterwards. Like, you should, you should start to concern yourself if you aren't getting talked to. Yeah. But – they're coaching him, and if they're coaching him, they're taking him seriously. And so uh, it would not surprise me uh, in, in any way to see him on the field eventually, uh, not necessarily this year. But I think he thinks he's got a chance to, to, to potentially compete for a spot on a special team or two, but uh, I believe that before his time at Notre Dame is done, he's going to make an impact on the program. Mm, wonderful to hear. Mishawaka head football coach Keith Kinder, my guest here on WSBT Radio. I know you could spend five hours on the, this next topic, so I'm just going to ask something really generically speaking. As someone that plays option football, you've studied Navy, you've studied Army, as you watch those two football programs, and I know the coaching staff is going to be a little different at Navy now, is there much difference in the way those two teams play option football? Well, you know, it, it is interesting. I think that they kind of, on a consistent basis, kind of ebb and flow with each other. You know, what whatever one figures out, the other's pretty <laughs> quick to borrow from. Um, I think if you watch the Army-Navy game, uh, last December, you saw that neither team really was under center much. They were all, for the majority of the time, they were in the shotgun and they were running a lot of traditional or, or, or traditional now, I guess you mm-hmm. would say, zone read type uh, schemes and stuff like that. And when we went to West Point and watched them practice uh, this spring, we didn't see one play where they were under center. So I think both are starting to move away from the the old school military under center true triple option uh and and kind of going to the more uh 
the more common offensive schemes that you see now with their basic principles still intact. But um, the thing that always stands out um, either place that we've, that we've visited and, and talking with their coaches is just the discipline uh, that they expect their players to play with. And then just the, you know, I'm always fascinated and in awe of the, the commitment that these young men um, make because not only are they college football players at a Division One level, but they have they have things expected of them that aren't quite expected of any other college football player in the country. You know, it, it's a very high academic school, um, but they, you know, they're up at six a.m. doing their their stuff with their units before classes, before they even think about football. Well said, Coach. How much of an advantage is it for you and your offensive coaching staff to bring back a guy that's going to be his third year as a starting quarterback in Brady Fisher? And might I add, pretty cool, he was a two-time sectional winner last year in football and basketball. Yeah, what a you know before before I answer that, just what a great year in general for that it was for for Mishawaka Sports yes. between you know our wrestling team winning the conference, uh, our, our basketball team. Uh, winning the sectional and also being in the thick of it uh, for the for the conference championship for uh, the major- majority of the season, our baseball team um, almost running the table uh, in the NLC uh, and winning the sec- winning the conference and you know uh, just running into a good pitcher in the sectional championship. But our, our boys sports had a had a tremendous uh, had a tremendous year. Uh, we won the conference in softball. Uh, for the first time so you know things are we had a really good year athletically but but like you said you know Brady um having him back for a third year um and and just knowing the uh, the pressure situations that he's been in uh not just on the football field but on the basketball court um and the leadership that that he's displayed in both of those cannot cannot get under his skin like I, I really believe he's unflappable like whether it's basketball or football, he's he's just himself. He's he's a he's a cool customer that that can be counted on to to make plays. And I I think you know even though he's not always comfortable with being a vocal leader, uh, he, you're not going to see him get worked up. And and so I think that he has a calming influence, whether it's on the field or on the court. Coach, if I remember correctly, you had a pretty veteran offensive line last year. Is there going to have to be some retooling of that line for 2023? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we've got we've got one returning starter in, in Matt Willis, who who started as a sophomore um, and started most of the year last year as a junior, but it ended up missing the last couple games with with a bad ankle injury. Um, so, leader in the first couple of weeks of June. Um, and we've got about, you know, six or seven potentials. You know, we, we've, got a, we've got a list of guys. We know we've got four spots to fill, and we think we've got six or seven guys that, that can play. Uh, the, the, the real challenge for us, and it's going to be a challenge to not only identify the right people, but to make it happen as quick as possible because there's a lot of stuff to learn at the offensive line in, in our offense. So, um, the real challenge will be try to try to develop these guys physically and, and, and teach them the skills they need, but then get them in the right position so they can actually learn the offense. 
Coach Kinder, I know on the defensive side of the football, you have a young man that is getting some Division One looks. Carmine Orozco, 6'4", 272, a defensive lineman. I looked him up on the On3 website, and they listed programs that have offered him already, Western Michigan, Ball State, Toledo, Miami of Ohio, and also Indiana University. Can you describe Carmine on the football field and what makes him such a great player for you and it gives him the opportunity to possibly have success in the future? Well, I think like just uh, if, if we're talking just physical act- attributes first, the, the fact that you listed his size and he has as good a feet yeah. as anyone we've we've coached um his feet are really really good for a, a guy his size um he played basketball uh that that has helped him tremendously he had a really good jv season this year uh you know i think that they expect him to to give some quality minutes in in the winter uh coming up but so really good feet for his size that's the thing that stands out when whenever a coach comes uh, and and talks about him or calls and asks about him they they always comment about his feet, you know, and at a, in his sophomore year, when, when he's getting these kinds of attention, you know, it, number one, it, it doesn't happen very often at our place. So the concern for me was, okay, this can go one of two ways. It's either going to light a fire under him or he's going to start to get a big head and, and start to think that he's made it and he can coast. Um, it has, it has, lit a fire um and and we have seen a different side of him uh in the last couple months particularly in the last three or four weeks he is he is becoming a leader he is working hard um you know and he's he's got these camps that he's going to and all those things but i i I still think that the focus for him is going to be what he can do to help make mishawaka football um have a successful 2023 Coach Kinder, I know every football program has an idea what they want to do schedule-wise with their non-conference games, and sometimes programs go a different direction. And it's great to see, this is Darren speaking, it is great to see that Penn and Mishawaka are once again going to play in football. It'll be the first time since 2019, and it's great for the communities. I think it is great for the high schools. It's great for the kids. It's great for everybody. You don't want rivalry games to go away. So from your perspective, Coach, how excited are you to have, first off, such a really good non-conference opponent back on your schedule, let alone a game that a lot of people care about deeply? Yeah, I, I think that it's it's really nice because I, our our first two games of the year, our two non-conference games, I think can be etched in stone for the next 20 years, hopefully awesome. Marion a couple miles away and a couple miles away. So from that aspect, you talk about, you know, the first couple games of the season, you know, everyone's excited about football. You don't want to drive 90 minutes and go play at Portage. Uh, you want to be in, in town playing, playing a quality opponent. And we've got that in our first two games. Um, I, I think the biggest thing for for us uh, in in the addition of Penn to our schedule is that it's going to help it's going to help prepare us for the conference and it's going to help prepare us for the tournament. We're, we're number one, they're going to be really good this fall, but they're always going to be well coached. They're going to be disciplined and they're going to expose you. They're going to show you what you're not very good at. They're going to identify it you know, throughout their week in preparation, and then they're going to show it to you on Friday night, and it's going to allow you a chance to, to get better. So 
it's going to be a great challenge for us. We've got a lot of work to do, um, but we've got a lot of respect for them, um, and and we're hoping that that it can be something where it can be that rivalry. You know, the, we've always kind of talked about it. It, it. it can't be a rivalry if if you're on the short end of the stick all the time. So, you know, we 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 split with them in 18 and 19. Uh, I thought we had a chance to win the game in 19 and kind of gave it away. Um, so we're really looking forward to the to the opportunity. Hmm. I'm just curious as we start to wind down here with Keith Kendra, the Mishawaka football coach. College football, the NFL, they are doing whatever they can to limit kickoffs anymore in their respective leagues or divisions i'm just wondering is anything coming down the line in high school i know you're always concerned about injuries on special teams but is it still kind of status quo in high school football or are there not as many kickers that kick the ball deep leading to maybe some of those collisions that you see at the higher levels or the speed of the game is different too yeah, you know, I think that there's more of a reason for looking at kickoffs in at the high school level because if you watch at the at the high collegiate level or the NFL, the, the majority of kicks are touchbacks, um, and and so that's kind of negated that play altogether. At the high school level, that's not the case. We had a we had a very serious shoulder injury um, on the opening kickoff in in 2021 in the sectional championship game uh against concord and ended the kid's season and mm-hmm. and effectively he he lost his potential to play baseball in the spring uh the, the kickoff is is the thing that i would like to see addressed number one um we have struggled uh to cover kicks uh so that would that would be uh <laughs> a little bit more sleep for me each night uh but also just because of the violence of the play it, it's it's incredibly violent um, bodies are flying from out of your line of sight, and it doesn't happen on any other play uh, than on the kickoff, really. And and so I don't know. I, I've not heard anything about that being addressed, but, but that would be the one change that I would suggest if we were going to try to change our game. Coach, do you want to mention just in a quick second here, do you guys have a fundraiser going on right now involving Mishawaka football? Yeah, you know, we're, uh, we're selling uh, digital discount cards. Um, through through an app it's a really neat feature so it, it's kind of like a, a hybrid between a, a you know the physical discount card that you used to get and like a crowdfunding type um app you know if, if you don't want the card then you can you know you can still donate to the program we've got we've got a lot of players in our program and, and every dollar spent is going towards them we we annually take our entire program coaches included to taylor university for for a three-day trip, uh, do some team bonding, but also lots of football, a lot of fellowship, and, and, and they get an idea of what college life could look like. Um, and then it's going to support them and, and pay for their high school spirit pack uh, uh, that, that they get, you know, the, the clothes that we wear on, on road games and things like that. And then it's going to cover their participation fee through the athletic department. So uh, it, it's really not a fundraiser so that the coaches can go purchase the the biggest and and best new piece of equipment it's really um an avenue for for our kids to to raise some money so it's it's not costing our our families a lot of money to play football and where can people go to get a hold of this digital card well if they want to add me as a friend on facebook it's on there but i i think it's all over the place on on facebook right now and 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 i'll tweet it out uh this evening uh, as well 
Very good. Coach, always good to be with you. Thank you so much for your time. Can't wait to see the high school football season get uh, get underway once again. First practice on July 31st. It'll be here before you know it. And look forward to talking to you again as the football season gets going. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you, Coach. Keith Kender entering his sixth season as Mishawaka head football coach. It's 627 at Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 